We, we decided that all the questions we're tired of answering, you're going to answer today. Yeah. So the question. How do you lose belly fat? In, in or like Leo. Uh... <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode number, is this number five? Five. Number five of our hashtag Ask Live Lean TV. We got a guest in the house today. Shout yourself out. Leo Flowers. That's right. How you doing? <laughs> Leo's also a personal trainer as well, but as you'll probably find out through the episode, you're also a comedian. So this guy yes. makes, he just turns it up. So we're going to be interested to see what he has to say to a lot of your guys' questions. We're going to make fitness uh, I, I do. I do have to address, because I am a comic, you have to address the elephant in the room. Yeah. Brad is standing on some <laughs> uh, I was like, yoga. Let, let wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> if, if you actually stand up okay, straight, okay. and then I'm not on anything that's gonna look look super weird and my confidence is just gonna be like through i gotta get my ego up so this is how you're gonna see us (laughs) or leo can just stay there (laughs) (laughs) but it's uh it's it's gonna be what it's gonna have to be because average height and leo's just super tall right yeah how tall are you actually uh six two Six That's two. Well, six tall. one and a half, but you know you got you got to round tall. up. Yeah. And I'm five eleven, so he's got a yeah. few inches on me, but it's all good. All right, guys, let's jump right into this. We got a lot of questions to get through, but we're going to try to keep these episodes to about 25 minutes, what we do, and we're going to ask the question. We're going to get three different perceptions of the question or three different answers to the question. So first one is from uh, Cisco Balls on Twitter. What's up, man? Thank you so much for all the engagement that you're giving us. Question is, how about a few more meetups? So yeah, so Leo probably doesn't know this, but we do meetups with some people around LA and New York City. We've done them. So wherever you guys want us to show up and do meetups, let us know. So that's going to be one of the questions of the day. Down in the comments below, let us know what city you're rocking from and where you want us to come visit. And if you can get enough people together, we'll come to your city and do a meetup. We'll put you through a workout and uh, everything else. Is there any place that you want to go in particular? um, I would love to have a UK meetup. So if you're from the UK, let us know in the comments below. Yes. Um, I think we also could do a California meetup, whether it's LA or San Diego. I think probably one of those is like the most likely to happen. But the meetups are all about you guys. So if you guys show up, we will show up. So you guys got to rally the troops. This gets on to the next question here. Jess, I'll let you read this one. So here's the question right right here. Here it goes. This one? Yeah. Okay. So it's Makeup to Massacre says, um, what do you think of IAFYM? I know you advocate healthy eating above all. However, I see many people in the fitness industry following this eating style and they seem to get incredible results eating whatever they choose as long as it fits into their macros and calories. Yeah, so IIFYM, if you guys don't know, is if it fits your macros. So, well, let's... Well, like you said, you can eat anything as long as it fits, you get good results. Yeah, so, so let's... Yeah, Leo. Leo? I think, uh, I, I think when you're reading any health or fitness advice or, you know, you should eat the do the paleo diet or whatever, mm. at the end of the day, it's like, how does it make you feel? Yep. You know, like... Are you having a reaction to it? Do you feel stronger? Do you feel leaner? Because uh, uh, you know, there's some foods that like broccoli. It's a it's a it's a healthy food, but for some people, it makes them feel bloated mm-hmm. or gassy, or they just yeah. can't digest it for whatever reason. So it's at even if you're getting uh, nutrition advice from an expert or from a magazine or whatever. Uh, at the end of the day, you still have to be tuned into how your body's responding to it and then make those smi- minor adjustments from there. So every diet works mm-hmm. and every way of eating works. It's just you're, you're just going to have to customize it. It's just like when buying a shirt at a store, right? It's like it's going to fit, but you got to take it to the tailor 
to bring the size in a little I bit. I like that. Because you, know, you mm-hmm. lost some weight with his book. <laughs> See that? See how I did that? Oh, See how I brought it back? Think of the <laughs> what, do you, what do you think, Jack? Yeah, um, I, I definitely think that IFYM works for some and doesn't for others. And Because like Leo said, everyone's digestive system is going to be different. Um, the reason we advocate healthy food is for the long-term effect. Because we find that... Um, you know, even if like the fitness people you're seeing on Instagram or whatever, they're in their early 20s, like killing it, getting shredded abs, eating Pop-Tarts, that might not be the same case 10 years down the road or, you know, later in their life. So since we don't know the long-term effects of fitting Pop-Tarts into your diet, I just, it doesn't seem logical, like a wise way to eat and set yourself up for sustained success. So, and then I also find that it's hard to stop yourself when like, like trying to fit potato chips into your macros and then like really stopping at the actual designated portion size is hard to do because it's just those type of foods are really addictive. And if it fit your macros is easy, if you have your carbs like way up, your, your fats are way like, so I mean, if you're on a bulk how do you really even know what your macros should be? That's kind of the question is like, everyone's like, okay, I'm going to go 40, 20, 40 or 40, 40, 20, whatever it is. But you guys really know, is that what works for you? So if it Mm -hmm. doesn't work for you, you know, you got to switch that around. But my opinion on IFYM is just like Leo said, you can try it out if it works for you and and you're getting the right nutrients in, go with it if you're feeling good. But at the end of the day, if you're not feeling good from eating those crappy foods, then don't do it. Yeah, I would say the other thing is you have to ask yourself, are you okay with counting and measuring yeah. everything you eat? Yeah. Because I know you, you're kind of not cool with nah. that either, right? Leo doesn't nah. roll like that. Nah, you know, Brad it. and I don't roll like that. We mm-hmm. don't want to live with a food scale all the time. And then also when you go out to eat, like always looking up nutritional info and yeah. stuff. I find a lot of IFYMers, they don't show like the hard side of it, you know, they all they talk about is like, oh, I just love eating Captain Crunch for breakfast. But they don't <laughs> show you that they're like meticulously weighing it on yeah. their food scale, like picking out pieces that don't fit their macros. We got things to do, people. We got kids it's, to raise. I know and it's too. It's a little and... too obsessive for yeah. me, and a little too time consuming. So. And it's not to say you can't have your pop tarts, but just have it like once a week. Enjoy that one pop tart, and then get back to eating totally. regular food. I mean, it's and it's you know, my whole thing is if you're gonna have a cheat day, it's yeah. like step your cheat day game you know what I'm saying like I mean pop tarts that that's how you're treating yourself to a dollar 99 box like that's the ooh you you work so hard for the pop tarts you know it's like go to a bakery you know what I'm saying get you some real sweets just look at some handmade just check out the rocks Instagram that guy does his cheat days right I don't know if you guys seen what he does but he has like pancakes up to here he's got pizzas everywhere but I mean like just comes down to the bottom line, guys. Do with a diet that you're going to stick with. That's that's the most yeah. important. Just thing. make sure it doesn't make your life miserable. Yeah, right. That's the main thing. Cool. All right, next question. Let's get this, get this going. All right, this is a question from Snapchat from Harm E Har Ten. It says, Hi, Brian and Jess. I love watching your videos, and personally, I'm a big fan of your workout videos. You guys do a real good job. Yeah. Uh, I'm Indian and my question to you guys is many trainers in India advise their female clients not to do certain kinds of exercises and they can make them look bulky or give them a boyish look. Hmm. One of the exercises being seated rows. Do you really think that's true? Let's throw that with Jessica. Yeah, sounds like a good question for me. I am a female and I 100% (laughs) disagree. I, I actually love rows. I think they're a great exercise for either gender. 
Um, and yeah, I don't think you're going to get a boyish figure. I don't think I have a boyish figure. No, Do no, you? No. Yeah, I've been training for over 10 years doing lots of rows, and I don't think that's the truth at all. I know some coaches also... Um, tell their female clients not to do like sit-ups or side bends or certain like core exercises. But I really disagree. I think that um, a well-developed physique uh, comes from a well-rounded workout and not just only doing certain exercises just because you're a female. You know, I see a lot of females shying away from things and just sticking to like four different shoulders and booty like yeah. yeah all they do all the time is like butt yeah. kicks and like yeah. what else do they even do uh, i don't know oh, yeah hip raises yeah. Like, like, bridges only lower yeah. body oh, stuff clam shells chain fonda type stuff yeah, yeah. on yoga mat that, that stair master where they kick the leg back <laughs> yes like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's what we're doing? And yeah, I think that that kind of training, it just leads to frustration overall. And when I see females get really amazing results, it's usually because they're following a workout program that works all major muscle groups. And they're also paying attention to their diet at the same time. Mm -hmm. Like you have to keep in mind that things that are going to give you like a bulky or boyish figure are really more related to your diet and overall calorie and expenditure. And some things you may be pumping into your body. If you to make you boyish? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because girls just naturally don't have a lot of testosterone, so we're not just going to accidentally get boyish. Yeah. Like, we train at Gold's Gym in Venice, which is the mecca of bodybuilding, and they have a big screen TV up there with all the old school bodybuilders on there and the females. And, like, I can understand a female who's new to fitness walking into the gym, looking up there, seeing these girls <laughs> up there, and be like, I don't want to look like that, and right. they must li lift weights, and that's what made them look like that. There's more to the story than just lifting weights <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying right there yeah so it's you gotta kind of look at the overall picture and by you lifting weights or doing rows or whatever it says you're not gonna get that boyish look is what you said right so. i 100 disagree with those trainers and i just think that whenever you're um, listening to a trainer's advice you should first and foremost like look around and see the kind of results that the women are getting um, based on what type of workouts they do because you know you'll see a woman work out and then you kind of see the results that come from that and then you can sort of make your own judgments instead of just listening to what people say and plus like every you know people's bodies are different and some women do naturally like uh, bulk up a little bit but that's very rare mm. like her to, mm -hmm. like I know like my aunt has a mustache so <laughs> she probably would bulk up like doing two push-ups but th <laughs> but most women they lean out you know what i mean yeah. so you don't have to worry about that like most women like you said because their testosterone levels aren't that high you're going to lean out from the exercises rows you you'll be fine yeah you're all good yeah do them rows ladies okay. rows are in my women's program just absolutely like now. okay um you want to ask this one sure let's hear it from leo all right uh this is directed to this is from salvador vasquez from twitter Twitter, uh, at Brad Guthrow. <laughs> you guys going to put that little at Brad Oh, Guthrow yeah, we had that there. all in there. Uh, what do you think about long-distance relationships? Oh! I thought he was going to say long-distance running because this is a live lean, yeah. right? But then I was like, relate? Oh, okay. No. <laughs> we, we love getting, like, this is what we try to get you guys. Like, this show, sure, it's called Live Lean TV, but... We don't want to talk only for about... For this Q&A, for these podcasts, time. yeah, like, we love talking about all aspects of life, so... We love getting these questions in. So what do you think about long-distance relationships? So if you guys are new to the show, Jessica and I actually had a long-distance relationship. Ooh. So Jess, let's throw that one out to you. 
What do I think about them? I think they're fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I think Look at the really, results. Yeah, I mean, it worked <laughs> out for us. Um, yeah, Brad and I met actually via YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, like, holla to YouTube because that is the reason we even know each other. I saw his videos and him working out, and I was like, damn, this dude's hot. No. And uh, also, I was like, maybe he wants to collaborate on fitness videos and stuff. So I reached out. Collaborate. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like and that. that We've fully collaborated now. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, long story short, we did a long distance relationship for a couple of years. We were flying back and forth to New York and Toronto to visit each other. And we made it work. And I, I actually think that it was a great way to get to know each other slowly over time without like the rush of yeah. rushing into things too fast because you don't have that opportunity when you're living so far apart so each person gets like live their own life be busy with their work but then come together for really fun visits you know every time we met it was like super fun it was like being on vacation once a month and it was very exciting and so it was great so was i your first long distance relationship yeah i think so yeah because I, I said that i <laughs> this is like, opening up a whole other one but, but i said like before i met you i couldn't do a long distance relationship i just was like no it's never really? gonna work I, yeah i never oh, really before believed you met me. that it would work but obviously we're proof that it does work it definitely can work uh but the question is how long yeah, like, how, where is she? Like, are you in L.A. and she's in London? If yeah. you're driving distance, it's even better. But, like, Brad and I had to fly to see each other, so it just made it more expensive and more complicated. But I think if you're driving, it's great. Like, And I have yeah. some other friends who did long distance for a year. I've had, like, a couple of different friends who have done long distance for a while and then gotten married and stuff. But I think it all just comes down to, like, if it's the right person, yeah. then you will figure out a way to make it work. If it's not the right person, then it's not worth your time, but... I do think that distance is no factor when you have the right person. Absolutely, absolutely. And as long as the guy behaves yourself when you actually are apart. I know. In, in other words, yeah. <laughs> keep it inside, right? <laughs> I asked yeah. Brad earlier his advice for long distance relationship. He goes, keep it in your pants. And I was like, did you I keep mean, it in your pants? All I'm saying is be true to the person. If absolutely. you were going to be in that long distance relationship, be 100% in that relationship. Stick to it and don't go elsewhere. So. When it's the right person, your eyes don't you even just, sway. You just babe. know, babe. I know. <laughs> okay. All right, another Snapchat question. All right, this one is from Ash Schultz, 13. Um, Hi, Brad. For teens who live with their parents who don't follow a healthy lifestyle, mm -hmm. and for those going to college and who cannot meal prep or have access to cooking food, what do you suggest to maintain a healthy, maintain a healthy yeah, we, diet? Yeah, we had a similar question to this yeah, a couple we did. episodes ago. <clears throat> and so is this person in college? Or? Yeah. So when I was in college, I just did the college thing. To be mm. honest, like fortunately, what does that mean? well, like I was Fast in food, I was out. in meal hall. I had to eat what yeah. was available. Right. And Cafeteria I mean, honestly, meals. I, I wasn't eating vegetables and everything else. Luckily, at that time, you're, you know, you're a little Pop -tarts bit and ramen. <laughs> you're a little bit better off. But to do the best you can do, my man. That's all I got to say is, um, in college, try to find when you're building your meal plan or you're building your your dish. Try to find a protein source. Make sure you get some vegetables in there as well. And then, you know, you, you just got to do the best that you can do with that because it's it's tough. Absolutely. I mean, your budget's big and you got to buy those books, man. Those books no, are the books. Sky right, uh, skyrocketing right now. <laughs> um, but, you know, I think you, you want what you want to do is just think of uh, having parameters, mm -hmm. meaning like, you know, if it's going to be too stressful for you to like eat, you know, like super healthy in college, then at least try not to eat two hours before bed. 
and you know try to get in eight glasses of water a day like minimize the damage yep. so that you're not building unhealthy habits while you're in college because that's so easy in those four years sure. you're up late you're studying you're partying you're collaborating they got no money yeah. and so try to build some some minimal healthy habits that once you get out of college you can then still take with you like getting in that the, you know that water a day uh, not eating before bed exercising, just, exercising. Yeah. just focus on getting to the gym Focus more on being active because mm -hmm. college is all about exploration, having fun, making friends. Yes. So don't make it harder than it has to be. I mean, mm -hmm. we had. Yeah, all three of college. us are guilty yes. of not eating well during college. So. <laughs> yeah. and, like, we just, turned out okay. I think. Yeah. Enjoy, enjoy your college years, to be, to be honest. Like if yeah. you try to be way too strict, you don't enjoy yourself, you don't go for a beer, you don't party, you don't all have all that fun in college. When you're five years later, you're going to be like so disappointed that you missed out on that absolutely i mean you're gonna go through you, a midlife college yeah. college crisis yeah. uh -huh. and even like if you know you get a chance to study abroad which i highly recommend it's like mm -hmm. eat the eat the food like you know yeah, local food uh, yeah, yeah get involved into the the local culture, uh, culture and uh -huh. stuff like that so don't be so rigid with your diet that you, you're not uh, allowing yourself to grow and experience other things yeah yeah definitely and you know just because you don't have the opportunity to meal prep um I mean, everyone has the opportunity to do some meal prepping, right. like stock yourself with healthy snacks. I know like when I was in college, I survived on like canned tuna and trail mix and pretzels, mm -hmm. like little things that I could take in between classes and stuff. So that was how I did it. Like I, I just bought the most affordable stuff I could do and the easiest stuff. Um, and yeah, it's not about being perfect. So yeah. just don't do stress what out. you can. Yeah. yeah. You want to read this one from sure. from Snapchat? <clears throat> uh, ooh, uh, <laughs> good luck G with that one. Snoot G. <laughs> Snoot G. All right, that Snoop Snoop G. Snoop double G. double <laughs> B E E. All right, uh, what to do when what to do when you hit a plateau during fat loss? Man, it seems like we get this question every mm. show. Oh, yeah. So Leo, let's just throw this one right back to you because they know mm -hmm. what we say. So um, I say mix it up. Yeah. And and first of all, before you even do that, I would say first look at how long have you been on the program you've been on? Mm -hmm. yeah. Because if you've been on it more than six weeks, yeah. uh, for some people it might even be four. So figure out uh, what your cycle is. If if your cycle is at four weeks, you feel like you're plateauing. Yeah. Mix it. Mix your workout up every four weeks. Uh, for most people, it's going to be six weeks. So then mix it up every six weeks. But that would be my first thing is to take uh, a, try to assess. Um, your workout routine and see if you need to mix that up first. Uh, second thing I would say to do is uh, do something different, you know, or maybe take a week off. Because mm -hmm. for a lot of people, like after six weeks or uh, uh, three months, like your body just, it needs a break. And then mm -hmm. you'll find that you'll come back stronger, harder, faster. A lot of people are afraid to take some time off. Don't be yeah. afraid of that because even when you're not working out, your body is still working. Like it doesn't, your body doesn't stop, you know, doing what it's doing. So you might need to take a, a weekend off for three days or a whole week. So if somebody, so let me throw this back at you. Okay. So if somebody is new to training, they're in uh -huh. their first six week cycle. Right. Are you saying then they should take a week off after that six no, week? No, if they're, if they're new to training, you can keep going. I would just say then change up your, your program. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, whether you increase the cardio, increase the weights, uh, change the angle at which you're mm -hmm. doing the exercises. If you've been doing a bench press, you know, incorporate the incline press. Or uh, if you've been doing uh, uh, the, the seated row, go to an inverted row. Mm -hmm. Like mix the workout up because it's mm -hmm. in 
changing up your workout that your body then will be forced to adapt again yep. and then you'll start that fat burning uh process all over again yeah mm -hmm. yep so yeah. if you guys go back and watch the previous couple podcasts when we had that question, we pretty much answered that exactly the same way. I know. So. you got to love it. <laughs> yeah. Like we say the same thing. It's all it, about mixing it up mix and it up. changing your program. Take and, a Zumba yeah. class, you know? <laughs> yeah. Just, do something, <laughs> something entirely different. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah this is a yeah. long one. So let me get to the wow. point here. Uh, this is but from... plateaus are good for you guys. Like I just want one more note on that is like don't um, feel discouraged if you do hit a plateau because everyone does. Like mm -hmm. all three of us hit plateaus every once in a while when we're on a program for too long. So we're constantly changing up our thing too. So don't think that you're alone out there. If you're, you feel like you're the only one in the world having a plateau, that's not the case. It's normal and necessary. So just deal with it. Like we said, change things mm -hmm. up. Okay, next question from Joe Knotts on Facebook. Um, let me, it's a little bit of a long one here. So let me just figure out the question is, um, mm -hmm. it's something about nut butter. So I follow a paleish way of eating with low-carb low eating, paleo especially, peanut butter is shunned in favor of almond butter, but the nutritional shunned. facts are virtually identical. Mm -hmm. While I like almond butter, natural peanut butter at $3 versus almond butter at 10 to $13 <laughs> right. is a big factor which one I choose to buy. The only justification paleo eaters can give me is natural peanut butter is because it's a legume and cavemen don't eat legumes. <laughs> Insert eye roll here. Yeah, right. I just did it too. I was like, <laughs> so what would be a valid, what would be a valid reason if there is truly one that you should not consume peanut butter? Mm -hmm. All right. Um, I am in favor of peanut butter. Absolutely. So. <laughs> you do? So yeah. what are you in favor of though? Are you in favor of the taste, the price? What oh is yeah. It? I, both of those things actually. Mm -hmm. I would say first and foremost, the flavor. I actually like the flavor of peanut butter equally or slightly more than almond butter. I love almond butter too. And I eat both of them. And we also have cashew butter. We make our own homemade, like, you know, uh, what did we do? Macadamia butter. Yeah. It's so amazing. Um, so I love all kinds of nut butter, but I think peanut butter has always just been kind of one of my favorites just because it's such a classic. It's kind of like a childhood memory right. that you've grown up with and everything. I just love it. And like you said, since nutritional facts are pretty much equivalent to other nut butters, I don't think that it needs to be shunned just because it is a legume. So that's just my two cents. Leo? Yeah, it sounds like you, you're the, the, your entire diet is pretty uh you know consistent with being uh paleo yeah. and so if if you go if you have peanuts versus almonds like are we really going to argue over peanuts yeah <laughs> you know what i mean did you, did you get that did you get that come on i man. got that one come on i can hear the giggles uh, out there but um but yeah i mean price point i mean like look let's not go bankrupt here trying to <laughs> trying to be healthy because we also want to be financially healthy also, right? Yes. We want some money that, to have some fun and, and go see it. Movies are 20 bucks now. So, yeah. um, but no, I'm team. Actually, I just bought, team you know what I really love is uh, the powdered peanut butter, the PB2. Do you actually like that? I don't I like it. I love it. Really? Oh, my girl. Love, yeah, we, we put that in our smoothies, though. Oh, yeah? yeah. I just never uh, gotten into that. I'm all for it. I thought you were supposed to like mix it with water and then spread it. like. I mean, there's like a, I know some people who uh, mix it with water and then they uh, spread it on their bread, but I just dump it in my protein shakes oh, okay. in huh. the morning, uh, and it just it keeps me going. Like we might have to get have like four clients, shot, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I really and I think with any nut butter, it's important to get the kind that is just nuts yeah. and salt. Like that's yeah. one thing that I would be particular about when I'm buying nut butter, but. Which type of nut it comes from, I'm fine with oh, man. whatever. Yeah. Every time yeah. I go visit my parents, if my parents are listening <laughs> to this, I'm sorry for 
shouting you out here, but they buy the peanut, the craft peanut butter Calling with like, the, the sugar. Oh, like, it's not like, the jiffy. Yeah, it's like ice. Yeah. It's just, I, I haven't had it in so <laughs> long. Like and that was all they Take had. Uh, I took a spoonful and I was just like, this is like. I'm diabetic now. Yeah, I'm But just to answer your question, because you did ask, like, what would be a valid reason why there is to not eat it? Like, why do paleo people do? My understanding is, is because. Um, legumes for to some people can be considered an anti-nutrient. So what that means is... Is it inflammatory? Um, mm-hmm. Yes, but mm. what it more means is that it it makes your body not be able to um, consume or absorb other minerals and vitamins hmm. if, mm. if, you, if, if your body's not... can't process it well. So that's just one thing to look out for. That's the only thing I ever heard. I just honestly prefer the taste of other nuts to peanuts. You do? I, yeah. I like macadamias is like by far, but that's breaking so the bank. So Brad is huge. team not peanut butter. I'm team macadamia. I used to be team, team almond macadamia. butter, but I had so much of it that it's just, really? oh, too. Yeah, you did. Sweet. He was really in love with almond butter for yeah. a while, and then yeah. I think you kind of overdid I it. I did. in love with that. So <laughs> I think it's important to like mix it up with Absolutely. different types of nuts, because if you just eat one type all the time, like you don't only eat peanut butter, right? I love have, Brazil nuts. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, I love it. That's actually great. You only need about three of those, though. I mean, yeah, you Easily huge. scoop and eight pack like three is like a hundred calories. Those, those things are twenty five calories yeah. each. Yeah, like. <laughs> killer. So yeah, but um, hopefully this answers your question and makes you feel like less um, concerned about yeah. Nut yeah. Butters, I, I but. think the bottom line to that is is if that's the only thing that you're doing that's not considered paleo, right. you're killing it, you're man. Like you're doing great. well. Just keep it. And going. And if your body actually agrees with it, because some like peanut allergies are really common. Yeah, so if you have a peanut allergy, then that's a great reason not to eat peanut butter. Yeah. But other than that, I don't see a reason. So where are we at here? We're at like, I think we're, I think we're going to call that a show. This is a new podcast for us. If you guys haven't yet gone over to iTunes and Stitcher and subscribed, as well as rated and reviewed, I don't know, you tell me because you've been doing podcasting longer. It's like important in like the first 30 days to get as much. Super important. It's like, we, look, they only need you to subscribe, like, and review for like these next 30 days. It's like boot camp, you yeah. know, like. It's the most important time because that's how they get bumped up in ratings and then, uh, uh, you know, they get featured. And if you guys are listening to us on the podcast and don't know about us on YouTube, that's where we live is basically on YouTube. So pop on over to YouTube and let's get to the question of the day. I know I mentioned one earlier, but Leo, I'm going to throw it over to you. Okay. What's a question of the day you want to ask? My question is, uh, what gets you out of bed in the morning? Nice. That's the question. What right about there. you? You let's show, what's your answer to that? Um, the idea that I can uh, do a little better. Mm. Just that, like you know, I I try to wake up and like I you know I, I try to like pray every morning and and just kind of like give thanks and then like just set my intention for the day. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm asking you guys the same thing. Yeah. Like, what gets you out of bed in the morning? What about you, Jess? Um, yeah, for me, honestly, because I have to pee. <laughs> <laughs> we love the honesty. There it is. I love it. Yeah. And and especially I mean, now that I'm pregnant, I like urging <laughs> that. And, and for me, honestly, it's, it sounds as cheesy as it is, but it's for you guys. Like, this is like, we put this content out there. We create this stuff because we love the results that you guys are getting. And for me, it's about giving back. It's about, it's about being of service to other people. And so hopefully with these shows that we're doing, with our YouTube channel, with our products that we 
put out there that it's changing your guys' lives. We're seeing the transformation, so we know what's working. But just keep spreading the message because we're, we're looking to grow the Lively Nation. So just, you know, to you guys, thank you so much for taking action on what we're talking about. Yeah, well, thank you guys for having me. Yeah, this was great, so man. I love this. This was fun. That's awesome, yeah. man. So um, any last words, Jess? Yeah, or... After I go pee, then I really... Lee and I kind of get a little deep. The two dudes on the set here get really deep. I, just, I know. I feel really bad about like, a cop-out answer. But seriously, like, it really... <laughs> I think what drives me is that knowing that... I'm inspiring even just a few people, yeah. you know, like even if it's just one person, like the fact that I could affect somebody's life and make them leaner, happier, more energetic, like feel more confident about their body. Like that is what is, is really important to all three of us mm -hmm. and like why we do what we do. And we're in the industry that we're in and we're putting in the time to help you guys. So, yeah. You're getting a little emotional. Yeah. I know, oh right? Uh, <laughs> all right, guys, we're going to cut okay. that. We're going to call that a show. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you click the like button. Make sure you subscribe. And if you're listening on the podcast, get over to YouTube, do all that stuff. And if you're on YouTube, get over to the podcast, subscribe, and we'll see you at the next episode. Peace. Peace. Living, Living Lane. Lane.